morning, everyone. I'm Claire. I used to introduce myself as Claire anyway, and now I introduce myself as Dave's wife. Uh, more, that's more expedient. But um, Dave and I moved here in the summer. Dave grew up here, so many of you know him. Um, but we're really, really pleased to be here and getting to know many of you. So, who enjoyed those confetti cannons? No one. All right. Who didn't enjoy the confetti cannons? Right, well, at least we got that. Um, so, do you think, do you think we got every single piece of confetti back into our buckets? No, no, I bet, I bet for months they'll still be finding some, especially up in the, up on the balcony. Um, well, that's a bit what Jesus is like. He's so big and so powerful and so amazing that when we try and get him back into something that we can measure, contain, and control, it's just not possible. And we heard a lot about him in the Bible, as we know from every time we stood up. Um, But I'd like to give us just a bit more of a visual to think about just how immense Jesus is. Don't worry, I don't have any more confetti, but I am going to need some helpers. First of all, I'm going to need someone who's big and strong, who can just hold my box for me. Would you like to be the box holder? Would you just put your hands there and hold it? All right, so the first thing that the passage talks about that Jesus is, is that Jesus is God. So, can I get someone? Me. Okay, put those down then. Right, Rhoda, can you take that piece and and not run, maybe, but walk quickly as far as you can. Pull. Right, so. Alright, that's it. Then pop it down. That's it. So, God, Jesus, is God. The passage says he's the image of the invisible God. He's not part God. He's not a version of God. He's not one-third of God, but he's holy God. All right. Who's going to be my second person to pull? All right. Yeah, would you like to? So, um, now, can you take this yellow one? Can you take it as far that way as you can? So, the next thing the verse, the Bible, the verse says is that God is the God of the universe. Okay, that's good. You pop it down there. Um, so the, the, the passage said, the passage said everything is created by Him, everything in heaven and on earth. That means Jesus is the creator. It was Jesus who spoke darkness into light, who separated the waters from the sky, who filled the earth with animals and peoples, and who rested on the seventh day and declared his work good. All right, so can I I get a third person to pull? Where can I go? All right, now, can you pull that as far as you can go that way? Okay, not too hard, not too hard. That's it, that's it. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, this is a nice long one. There we go. All right, you pop it down there. Brilliant. Okay. Okay, so nobody who doesn't listen is going to get a turn, okay? Right, so um, the, the verse, uh, the passage says that God is the God of the universe, 
uh, that Jesus is God of the universe and he's God of the spiritual and the, and the physical. It says he's got, Jesus is um, creator of everything seen and unseen. We tend to think of creation as just the things we see, don't we? But Jesus created all the spiritual things as well. And we can ask him to give us eyes to see what the spiritual things are, are what spiritual things are going on as well. So we've got one more. Now this is this is a oh, we've got two more actually. This is a special one. Okay, I'm not sure Bertie wants to go. Here we go. He does. He does. Right, Bertie can do the last one. All right. Would you like to do this one? Now this this is a special one because we want this one to go diagonal. So what you can do is you can take it. You can walk into one of the one of the pews and you hand it to someone and they'll hand it back. Okay. So walk into the pews. That's it. Go for it. Okay. Up and over. There we go. Perfect. All right. We'll leave it there. Okay. So, um, now, Jesus is God of the universe, the spiritual and the physical. He's also the God of the rulers, the powers, the presidents, the queens, the kings, and the prime ministers. It says all forces um, and powers, he's creator of all forces and powers and rulers and authorities in the passage. He's not only bigger than all the earthly powers, but he created them. Sometimes it can be, I feel like it can be hard to see in the short term um, how God uses political leaders for his purposes. Um, but scripture promises us that all things work together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purposes. Okay, we've got one more. Bertie, I promise it to Bertie. No, do you want to do it, Bertie? You're gonna, so you take that and you feed it diagonally across the church, okay? Ooh. All right, there we go. Lovely. So, he's God of, Jesus is God of the universe. Oh, <laughs> I think I've lost it. Here we go. This one's not, this one isn't very long. We'll just leave it there. Brilliant. Okay. So, Jesus is God of the universe, the spiritual, the physical, the rulers, the powers, the presidents, the, que- the queens, the kings, and the prime ministers. But he's also ruler of the church, head of the church, the bishops, the rectors, the vicars, the congregations. Jesus is the head, the source, the leader, the authority of the church. And what do we do as leaders? We follow them. We act like them. We, we try to be like them. Jesus showed us that to be like him meant to serve, not just when it's convenient or not just when it's, and not just when it's comfortable, but to serve in a radical way that turns the world upside down. All right, now we're going to leave all of our, our whole visual representation about how big Jesus is. We're going to sing to God, praise him, and then we're going to do something, a little something else with them. All right, so if you could stand with me. All right, so we had a lot of fun today, but right now we're just going to bring it back a bit and talk about what all this means for us. So we said that Jesus is the God of the universe, the spiritual and the physical, the rulers, the powers, the presidents, the queens, the kings, the prime ministers, the church, the bishops, the rectors, the vicars, and the congregation. But this God, this enormous... 
mind-blowing, powerful, creating, ruling God gave all that up to be born as one of us. And not only to be born, but to die. Verses 19 to 20 say, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. And he did it for you. You see, salvation is not an event. It's a relationship. Coming to faith is more like laying that first stone on a building site than cutting the ribbon at the grand opening. And it's that daily, hourly, minutely bricklaying that is built, that is the relationship that we build with Jesus and that He builds with us. It's talking to him, praising him. It's weeping with him in the heartbreaking bits, singing with him in the joyful bits, trusting him in the grueling bits. It's shouting on the mountaintops and trudging through the valleys. It's knowing him and being known. The thing is, it's not altogether an easy, straightforward thing to have a relationship with the image of the invisible God. Anyone who tells you different is not even trying to get their confetti back in the buckets. We get it wrong all the time. We make bargains with him, we schedule him, we underestimate him, we overestimate ourselves. We give the Lord of the universe the scrag end of our entertainment-numbed lives. We put our prayers into a gumball machine, and when we don't get what we want, we sulk in the corner. In our brokenness, we forget our, we project our fears and our shame and our weaknesses onto him until we're left either with a God in our own image or a God who looks nothing like us at all. And yet, and yet, this baby in a manger, this man on a cross, this God made flesh, he has made peace with you. This God calls you holy. This God sees no stain, no guilt, no fault. This God has borne everything hurled at him so that you might stand in his presence without fear or shame or weakness. And he's done it because he wants to be with you, to walk with you, to talk with you, for you to be his child. If you have never known what it is to have a relationship with God, don't leave this morning without finding out.